listening to She's a Powerhouse. My name is Holly Calloway, and I'm here to share with you some stories of ordinary women who have done some extraordinary things in hopes that you'll get comfortable being uncomfortable, be okay with pushing your boundaries, and do some extraordinary things yourself. Today, we have with us Sandy Forrester from the beautiful beaches of Australia. Sandy's an international speaker, best-selling author, renowned prosperity mentor, multi-award-winning entrepreneur, and a wildly wealthy woman. Um, I have dug some done some digging, dug some digging, done some digging into Sandy. And I am so excited to share her with you guys, because if there's one thing that has taken me so much time to figure out, it's that wealth or success or entrepreneurship or whatever. There's so much more about mindset than we give attention to. It's not just about how do I do the things exactly right? It's how am I thinking about the things that I'm doing? And Sandy is known for going from welfare to millionaire, which is such an inspiring story. We love to talk to real people. We love to hear your real stories. I'm so excited to sit down with you today and have a chat. So Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Holly. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Amazing. So I want you to start by telling us all about your program, um, about how to change your mindset to become a millionaire, because like I said, not my strong suit. And I would love to know how you got to the point where you knew this well enough to feel super comfortable teaching other humans. So for me, I guess the very short backstory was I met a boy in high school. We went out for 11 years. We got married. I had a six-month-old and a three-year-old, and we divorced. And then suddenly something that was a hobby, sewing um, swimwear and gymwear on the side, suddenly had to become my full-time income, and it was not. Like, I just went backwards, and I ended up $100,000 in debt and on welfare. Oh, my God. And so I, I started to kind of dive into what everyone else was doing, going to seminars, reading books, listening to audios, learning all the very practical side around sort of creating wealth. And, you know, while things kind of my mindset kind of changed around it, I, I, I felt more knowledgeable. Everything I did still felt imploded. I put money into because when I divorced, I ended up with about $180,000. And then about $30,000 of that went to the um, lawyer and then another 20000 went because I had to buy back my car that I got for Mother's Day. But anyway, so the money I had left over, I, <laughs> I put into, I put into um, some shares and stocks and they just went down. I put some money into an investment and it just disappeared. I put some money into real estate and ended up selling the property for a loss. I started um, working in a network marketing company and the company went bust. So basically everything I did didn't work. And so it's like, well, I just felt like there was something wrong with me. There was something wrong with the way I learned how to handle money and there was some kind of missing link and I was destined to be struggling forever. But then I discovered the law of attraction and suddenly I realised that what I'd been doing all this time was focusing on how things were, which was not good. Like $100,000 in debt and on welfare, it, when you're in that place, like all you think about, you're consumed with your debt, you're consumed with how you're ever going to pay it back, you're consumed with how you're ever going to change your life. And, you know, I know around that time I really was what I call a crummy mummy because I was so scared, frustrated, angry, worried, you know, embarrassed, the whole plethora of negative emotions. But when I discovered the law of attraction, I realized that what you focus on is what you create. And, and it's not just some woo-woo hippie thing. It's based in um, quantum science and also quantum physics and then um, also neuroscience. Now they're learning that the brain 
has the ability to actually um, think thoughts, project out into the world or universe or whatever you want to call it, um, this vibration, this energy, and then you attract back to you what you focus on. So when I discovered that, it was like, okay, you know, what have I got to lose, basically? So I really immersed myself in that and I created all sorts of uh, processes and exercises and things that I could do that would that would allow me to continue to focus on what I wanted rather than where I was, which was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And as I said, really hard to kind of shift that thinking when you're in that place because your body is in almost in fight, fight or flight the whole time. You're kind of really stressed. So I, I managed to, as I said, put together all these different processes and exercises and just continue to focus on what I wanted because, you know what, more than anything, even if it wasn't going to work, it made me feel so much better in the moment. Like it just made me feel like there was possibility, like there was hope, like there was, you know, potentially a way out of where I was. And so I really just gave it everything I've got. And, you know, I'd love to say that everything just turned around and suddenly I was a millionaire. But, you know, some people like me, a bit of a hard nut to crack. And so I would see more money and then it would kind of, I wouldn't, and then I'd see more and then I wouldn't. And, and but I just gradually, had this upward curve and you know one morning I woke up with the name of a website in my head or, or a name in my head but I thought I'm going to register that so I went online registered the domain name and uh, three months later I was at a seminar with my accountant who I'd sort of gone into a bit of a partnership selling a direct uh, selling a, a sort of home study course with and I told her my idea. I said, you know, I, that the idea was Wildly Rocky Women and we ended up launching that program And because I said I'd love to be able to get women together a few times a year at Wildly Rocky Women's Wicked Weekends and I could teach the mindset stuff and you could teach the the um, practical because she was like all about, all about the, the practical stuff that I really hated. And we did that and that program in the matter of, you know, probably three or four months made um, close to $2 million. And so that was... For me, that was really the start of understanding that I had the ability to completely transform my world based on how I thought. And so that's just become my absolute mission now because, you know, I've completely transformed my life. I, the things I do, where I live, um, the experiences I have are so different from when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And so, you know, I, I figure if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because I've got no real business skills. Like I had no business skills. I dropped out of school in grade 11. I had no contacts, no money behind me. Like I had nothing except the law of attraction in my brain. And, you know, combining that just created magic in my life. I love that you say like, I didn't have anything else to lose because I, I don't know about anybody listening, but man, have I been there? Man, have I been at a point where like, eh. Even if this goes poorly, it can't be any worse than it is. One of the, um, way back at the beginning when I, when I was just into business for myself, one of my, I would say he was probably an early mentor. He was a therapist, but just in the same building that I was, I was like, I don't know how to get over some of these things. And he said, well, if you came back to, cause I kept waiting for the shoe to drop. That was always my thing. Like, this is a bit of good luck, but it'll go away kind yes. of thing. And, um, he was like, well, if you end up back here, at least, you know, you can survive this. And I was like great point. And it actually is, it's a weird mechanism, a coping mechanism, but it was very soothing to me to know that I could handle anything. So I might as well handle something better than I'm handling currently, right? Like choose better problems kind of thing. Um, so exactly. I love that. Beautiful. 
I love, I love that. That's where you start is with that. Um, so tell me about when you were very first sort of making those decisions to, okay, I'm going to immerse myself in this law of attraction, because what do I have to lose? Were there people in your life that thought you were off your rocker, maybe a little bit, because I find that as well, very commonly with people is that their, their hardest thing to get through is other people thinking that them thinking of the law of attraction is like them believing in magic or in something, you know, otherworldly as opposed, and it makes it much harder to immerse yourself when the people around you don't. And were there like little wins? Were there little wins that you noticed that help you move forward in that and like see the proof in it and continue instead of kind of leaving it behind? And what were those? Yeah, totally. So, so when it comes to um, the people around me, so I was continually always kind of uh, trying to get my children to, to take on this whole law of attraction thing. And that like, they don't listen to their mom anyway. So why are they listen to something loopy like the law of attraction? But I remember this one day my daughter came home from school and she's just as unorganised as I am and there was a school dance in two days and she said to me, Mum, I need a new pair of shorts. Now, we live on the Sunshine Coast, super casual, so wearing shorts to a dance is perfectly normal. Um, so she it. said, I need a new pair of shorts. And I said, oh, and I just like, you know, some weeks, every week is a bad week, but some weeks got worse than ever. So I said, darling, I, I really sort of can't afford a pair of shorts you right now she said but I really need them and I also need a pair of shoes and I said darling I you know it, it can't happen right now and she said you never buy me anything you never get me anything I want you're a horrible mom and then I'm starting to feel like really stressed around the whole thing and I said look I can't I, I, I I've got all these bills and I haven't got money she said why don't you just put it on your credit card and I couldn't because my credit card was maxed out they're about to cut the phone off and I'm just, I'm feeling all these emotions. I'm feeling anger because she's asking me. I'm feeling, and I didn't have it. I'm feeling frustrated because, you know, it was happening again. I was really struggling. I was feeling embarrassed because I was in that situation where, you know, what is wrong with me? I was feeling scared because it's like, oh, my gosh, am I going to be living this the rest of my life? It was all these really negative, negative emotions. So, but unfortunately, anger was the one that was winning out. And I turned to her and I, and I, I can still see it in my mind. I screamed at the top of my voice. I think steam's coming out my ears, spit's coming out my mouth, you know, temples are throbbing. And I said, don't you understand? We don't have any money. We are broke. And she turned to me in that moment, she puts her hand on her hip and she goes, well, if that's the way you're going to talk about money, the universe is never going to make us rich. And it was like in that moment, I realized that I was projecting out exactly what I didn't want with such strong emotion. And emotion is the thing that is the attractor. So your thought sends the, sends your order. I like to call it out and your feelings, your emotions attract it back to you. So I was just creating more and more of the same because I was so frustrated and scared and angry about money. And so for me in that moment, it was a real light bulb moment. And I, I really started to focus like no matter what was happening, no matter how much. I was stressed around money. I always put my energy onto focusing on what I did want and feeling good about the possibility and feeling good as if it had already landed in my life. So that was a real eye-opener. And I think when it comes to wins, um, I think my biggest, for me, the biggest win or the biggest sort of aha moment and the biggest uh, really understanding that this works was I love to have smoothies in the morning. 
these days it's green smoothies. Back then it was um, fruit smoothies. And so I'd have um, beautiful fresh fruit all blended up into this um, smoothie every morning. And my, my blender broke. So I went down to Target, down to Target, and I'm walking down the blender aisle and I'm looking at all the different blenders. And I still, seriously, to this day, I still get emotional about it because I remember walking down the blender aisle and looking at all the blenders and realising that I didn't have to pick a blender based on the price. I could actually pick whatever blender I wanted because I'd created all this money and, you know, we'd just launched Wildly Wealthy Women at the time and I think, you know, there were close to a million dollars already in the bank and it was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I've actually done this. I've actually transformed where I was financially to where I am, although my brain was having trouble catching up. Like my brain was still in looking at all the blenders, looking at all the prices, which is the cheapest one, what, what's, you know, what's going to work, what's going to work, not break down in the next week. So things, little things like that, I mean, that was a huge thing. It wasn't a little thing, but that was, that was a real um, eye-opener for me. And the other time, I think, was when I discovered a personal development course that was based on the law of attraction I was putting into play and, and things were really starting to turn around and I went to a seminar that was sort of a business-building seminar around it and they said to us, um, one of the exercises we were supposed to do, they said, go home tonight and, you know, we were staying in a hotel, go into your hotel room and write out your ideal day, write out what you'd want. So I wrote down, you know, I'd love to wake up in the morning and I'd love to meditate and then I'd like to go down the beach for a swim and go for a run and come back and do some yoga and have a healthy breakfast and then I'd love to read or listen to some personal development and share it with other people and and you know and I remember telling someone about this whole scenario and I said I'd never have any time to make any money if I was living my ideal life mm-hmm. and yet months later I'm actually at um I'm, I'm sort of sitting at home and I I look at my ideal life and realize I'm actually living that ideal life and I'm marketing the personal development and product and I'm actually making more money in one month than I made in the entire three years previously. So, you know, it was just it's sometimes when you when you create a breakthrough, sometimes you don't even realize in the middle of it until you kind of look back and it's like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. So yeah, there were a few aha moments for me. Those are phenomenal. And you talk about how your brain didn't catch up, how that took a minute, right? And I, I, I struggle the same way with, we did books for last year, right? And so tiny bit about me, and I know you and I haven't had a chance to really get to know each other, but last year I started my consulting business or strategy business. I've I've decided I'm a business strategist because I don't especially like consulting or coaching, it turns out, but I love (laughs) building strategy. So I started it last year and we did, everything was trial by fire. Everything was, let's see what works. Let's just throw it out there and see. And we did our books and I did better that year than I did the previous year as a chiropractor. So as a doctor in the U S right. And, um, there was no plan. There was no whatever. And all of last year, I was like, this is awful. Nothing's working. I don't know how we're going to do this. Like I lived in that fear all year. And then looking back went, okay, but you did. Okay. We did. did Okay. So, and I'm sure maybe, maybe you can shed a little light on this for me as well, especially with the neuroscience parts of it. So when you were losing money on real estate and losing money in the market and everything that you thought you were going to, okay, I'm going to invest in this thing. And it's going to be the thing that works, right? When does that gun shy leave you? Like, when does that knee jerk reaction of, 
okay, but everything I've ever invested in has not come back the way that I wanted it to. Where do you find faith to try another thing? Where do you find it in you to go forward with this new, new age, newfangled, whatever? And it's not new law of attraction is ancient, but for you something, okay, so this is the next thing. Is this going to work any better than the last thing did? Yeah. And I think, I think for me, it was really understanding that I am not a normal business person. So I'm not, I don't create strategy and I don't create business plans and I don't think things through and I don't, I just, I know there's the whole um, ready, aim, fire. So ready, come up with the idea, um, aim, get everything all perfect and then fire, get it going. I'm more of the mindset, ready, yeah, you know, come up with the idea, aim, uh, sorry, ready, fire. So then I just get going and then aim and I fix it up and tweak it up. Like put it into some semblance of order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because, because when I tried traditional ways of making money, they never worked. But when I discovered, like I discovered coaching, so I trained to become a coach and I, st- I discovered um, internet marketing and I learned as much as I could, that, those practical actions combined with the law of attraction created magic. I always say to people, it, it's the practical when you when you combine practical with um, law of attraction or with the metaphysical. That's when the magic happens. Most people, what they do is they either get right into the metaphysical, into the law of attraction, and they sit around meditating, expecting things to drop into their lap, or they're so busy doing the doing that yes. it doesn't work. They get burnt out, they get frustrated, they get angry. But when you join the two together, as I said, magic happens, and that's what happened for me. So I became a coach to start with put everything I knew about law of attraction into my business and doors open, opportunities happen. Like it's just mind-blowing. I remember one thing that happened and and these are things that I have no concept of beforehand. So I remember hearing that the secret was coming out. Now I'd already written my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. So it was already a bestseller and it was all based on the law of attraction and how to manifest um, prosperity and money in your life. So, but I heard this trailer, like it went for about a minute or two and it was like, I know that this movie, The Secret, is going to transform the world. So I emailed The Secret people and said, you know, I'd love to send you a gift. I think what you're doing is going to transform this planet. And I got an an email back from Rhonda Byrne, the producer, who said, I never get any emails. I don't know how I got yours. Yeah, love love a gift. So I sent her my book. And, and one of my home study courses. And she emailed me back, did, did you write this after you watched The Secret? I said, no, my book's been out for ages. And she's like, wow. Anyway, as it turned out, they filmed me for a whole day. They were going to take someone out of The Secret and they were going to put me in. So they took the person out, but they ended up, the two people that were in there, the two women in there, they used their them because their energy is a bit more flowing and you probably get in mind a bit more. <laughs> So, and the whole movie's put together energetically. But what I said to her in a conversation was like, well, why can't we buy The Secret in Australia? And they had some sort of deal that until it aired on TV wasn't going to happen. She said, we can't sell to Australia, to Australian companies, to Australian individuals. We just can't. Hmm. And I said, well, can someone in America sell it in Australia? She said, sure. I said, I've got an American company. I'll buy it, bring it in. And that made me $3 million. Oh did I know God. anything about, did I look into importing and exporting? Did I look into all the logistics? Did I look at No. I just said, let's do it. <laughs> and oh I figured it out as I went along. So, yeah. you know, and that made me, as I said, $3 million in, I don't know, about eight months or so. 
So you just so, had like intuition, like you trusted your gut yeah, and just did the thing. And you know what? But sometimes, sometimes I like, I'm one of these people, I'm not like divinely guided and I know that I'm being spoken to. I second guess myself all the time. So sometimes <laughs> I just do stuff and it's a complete disaster. And then sometimes I do stuff and it's amazing. But the thing is I do it. I take action. I just take action and then I figure out if it's going to work or not work. And that's the only way because too many people sit back and they do nothing. Yes. And they wonder why nothing changes or they just dip their toe slightly in the water and not a lot happens. So they give up. So it's like, I'm just all in and it's either, you know, a big mess or it's a big, um, big success. <laughs> and like losing that, um, self-consciousness around it, right? Like not, I'm yeah. going to go in, all in and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And you can think whatever you want about it. It doesn't matter because either it's going to work or it's not. And I don't feel any kind of way about that. And I, I adore that in you. That's amazing. We teach a, uh, a lesson, the law of attraction in, in, um, like in combination with the law of Goya and Goya stands for get off your ass. So like the law of attraction works. If you get up and do the thing, I feel yeah. like that everything that you were saying was speaking straight to my heart because yes, exactly. I love the law of attraction. I do. And people who tell me that it doesn't work are the people who sat around hoping that something would fall in their lap. Law of attraction exactly. works when you put out the energy as well. You can't receive anything that you're not already putting out. So that's absolutely. Oh, I love that. And and that's all based, like the secret, the, the movie and the book was based on one of one of the researches she did was um, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddles. And that was written decades ago, like 1910 or something like that, really ancient language. But in there he says, by thought the thing you desire is brought to you, but by action you receive it. And Somehow we always miss that second half, ma'am. I know. I know. We, <laughs> we need to vomit into our lap. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not how it works. And I like the way that you said it was the um the oh, how did the way that you said that you have to like the idea of not just sitting there but actually getting the work done as well. The way that you 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 put those words together was so beautiful. Oh, yeah, when so you just take striking. That practical and combine it with yes. metaphysical yes. magic. Yeah. Beautiful, Sandy. I absolutely adore that. So here's here's my next thing is for somebody who's just, let's say where you were $100,000 in debt post-divorce. And I want to ask, I'm going to ask about your kids before we get too close to the end here because I want to know what your girls, both girls, right? No, boy two daughters, a boy and a girl. Yeah. I want to know what they think about it now. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to know for somebody who's just dipping the toe in, let's say that person who's just getting started in this and is a little gun shy, what what would you say to them to encourage them to push all in? What what is there something that needs to be changed about themselves, their thought process? How how do you keep from trying this for a minute and then deciding it doesn't work? I think one of the biggest things that can really change things for people is to hear other people's success stories, to hear other people having done it, to hear because what happens is when you hear over and over again of people creating success and because in one of my programs, Millionaire Mindset Experience, what we do at the first at the start of every call is I share all the successes that people have shared with me. Because I believe that when you share a success and you, you show other people what's possible, it builds a belief in them that it's possible and then they're able to actually shift their thinking. Because if you go out into a void and and um, you just think, okay, I'm going to you know, try and manifest something, the law of attraction works, and you've got no evidence to support that, then your brain, you know, your, your logical brain is going to be going, eh, this isn't going to work. What are you trying to do? You know, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you get all that support and you hear all those successes from other people and you hear what's going on and you, you know, read about it and 
that's when kind of you build that belief, you build those neural pathways in your brain that this is actually possible. And, you know, you start to, the more you build that, it becomes an unconscious belief. And when it becomes an unconscious belief, a subconscious belief, then you will live by that. You will live by knowing that the law of attraction works. So I think probably that's the first thing I would encourage people to do. Is get surrounded by it and hear the other stories. I love yeah. that when, yeah. First, when I first started out in like my own businesses, podcasts were my jam, like any interview like this, where somebody could tell me how they did the thing for that exact reason, immersing yourself in anything is the way to go. It's a great way to learn a new language. It's a great way to create new neural pathways. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so, so much. So before we have to wrap here up here, I do want to know about how old are your kids now? How long have they been living in this? (laughs) So, well, my daughter's 33. My son's uh, 28. Oh my God. They just sound so old. Um, so so they um so they started learning about it um in their early teens but having said that you know I'm mum and so they didn't want to listen to me and they thought I was crazy and blah 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 so it's really just um even though I must admit that my daughter used to like she was she hope she doesn't hear this but she was miss negative she knows she was Miss negative about everything all the time. And like, no matter what, if I said it was rainy, she'd say it was sunny. It was like, it was that kind of negative. Yeah. She would just, and that was from the moment she could talk. So, so she was a hard nut to crack. I thought she was a hard nut to crack, but it turns out that all her friends thought she was the most positive. So she would take in everything that I said, dismiss it from me, then go to her friends <laughs> and share it all. <laughs> Isn't that the way though? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh so yeah everyone's got to be ready for it in their own time no matter what you know unless you get someone when they're young like before seven years old and start teaching them which is like ideal then they're going to have a belief around it and they're going to have to find it in their own time that's phenomenal my kids are eight five and three so you better believe this becomes into our language right now like it's definitely it's in there we talk about the things that you want and how you talk and how you think and what you speak and and what comes back to you and yeah absolutely I'm I'm so fortunate that I kind of swung around to this in a in a timely manner for them so I'm really excited for that and I'm so glad they're doing well um so this has been fantastic. We're about at the end of our time here. And I know that you've got another show to record. So we're going to hang on you and I, so that you can do a little bit of teaching with this manifestation for our power players group, for the people who are listening. If you're not a member of the power players or just the powerhouse. So the powerhouse is our free Facebook group. You can come join our community. It's a great place to immerse yourself and other women who are starting businesses. Our power players group has brilliant information from speakers like Sandy, who have really good ideas on mindset. We've got some manifestation stuff going on in there. And then we've got sales and marketing, all of the information from all of the things who people who know things way better than I do, as well as all of our own core teachings on how to start your own business. So Sandy, thank you so much for being on here with us. We love you so much. I'm going to put all of your links in the show notes so they can find you and your programs and your books. And I highly encourage anybody who's just getting started on this path, check Sandy out. She's amazing. Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you.